Welcome to the Consummate Athlete Podcast, where our goal is to help you find health and community through movement. I'm Molly Herford, a writer, coach, and yoga teacher. And I'm Peter Glassford, an endurance coach and kinesiologist. Every week, we're talking to athletes and experts who can help you lead your best active, adventurous life. Whether you're a gravel racer, a marathon runner, or you just got out on your first bike ride yesterday, we're here cheering you on. You can also visit us online at consummateathlete.com for coaching information and training tips, nutrition advice, yoga flows, bike skills, and more. And now, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Consummate Athlete Podcast. Peter, how's it going? It's going well. We have a, a question for today, as we do often on Fridays. Uh, this is a common one. We had one or two this week that were in this direction, sort of this idea of, you know, what to do when you can't do your workout, or can I switch? Can I swap? Can I do something different than is in my plan? Is, is, are, those are the two sort of variations on the question we got this week. Which I feel like is actually a perfect timing for us to talk about this, because I think yesterday was the first time in probably a year that I actually just straight up missed a workout. Uh, so I had to go through this whole question myself to figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Well, so I guess the thing is people, everyone, this is Molly and I included, we, we want to be perfect. We want to say, okay, I've paid for maybe a plan or a coaching or whatever. I've drawn out a plan. You know, you might be someone who just like, you actually just invented the thing you were supposed to do yesterday, right? No, I have it on my training plan. Uh, you had six miles? Oh, sorry. I was already uh, right. editing and appending it. but So this is where it gets tricky is people, uh, Molly and I included, will say, okay, I have this plan that the coach, the plan put in place and I'm going to do something different. But we are very good at forgetting that the, some of the things we do, we don't count as, as, you know, often more than the plan is okay, but less than the plan is not okay. So there's a lot of these weird mental games we play with ourselves. Uh, you know, what, what turns the workout green or what is meeting the plan, following the plan and what is not. So this is actually super true. A couple of weeks ago, I had a friend visiting and she loves the super long runs. So suddenly my weekend runs were creeping higher and higher and actually before we started recording, it didn't even occur to me that that was actually me changing the plan uh, because I was doing a couple miles more than mm -hmm. what was actually on my training schedule. But that wouldn't even occur to me as changing the plan or not sticking to the plan. It's only not sticking to the plan if I go under it. Sure. So this idea that more is always better. And a lot of clients will know that, you know, and podcast listeners will know the inverted U idea that I love is, you know, we sort of go up and up and up. So like an hour run is better than a zero, uh, you know, hour run, no run. One hour is better than no run. Two hours is better than one, three hours is better. And then at some point, if you think about this as like benefit and then time or intensity or group or racing or whatever you want like a, some sort of stimulus so there's benefit and stimulus on this you know graph we're looking at it's going up and up and up you know from left to right upwards trending it's like a rainbow uh and then at some point three hours is better than two hours four hours is better like at what point will we agree that it's not better and that you're actually getting worse and people are like well what do you mean you're getting worse again seven hours is better than six hours but at some point you're going to get injured you're not going to be able to train for the next two, three, four, five, six days or maybe weeks, you know, depending on what happens. Uh, you'll get demotivated, whatever. There's lots of ways that it, the benefit starts going in the opposite direction. And that's when our rainbow starts coming, <laughs> sloping downward to the right of the graph. So that's that's the idea, right? I call that the inverted U. We can call that the rainbow. We could call that risk reward, I guess, as well. Um, but that's the idea here is that we think that the far right of that 
that rainbow is okay, but the left isn't okay, but we know that it's a rainbow shape, an inverted U. So this is that thing where, why is that better? I guess is what I'm saying, right? Why is two hours better or, or for you, what would be two miles more is okay. Two miles less is not okay. But we know that it's a, a rainbow shape. So the benefit is about the same. So right. why do we, you know, we can think about this as, what is that called? Um, not degrees of freedom. What's the word I'm looking for? Like in tests, standard deviation. So like how many, you know, times out from that is okay, right? And so there's a, a range, I guess, is, is what that means. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna caveat this. And I think like once in a while, it's okay if you're flip-flopping to either plus two or minus two, say, but if every single workout you're doing is two miles shorter than what the prescribed workout is... That's probably sure cause for either concern or like, oh, we probably just need to change what training looks like in that case. If you consistently can't, <laughs> if you're consistently it's, stopping. It's two minutes hard, early. right? Like, I think I would always bias to the, the less option uh, because you at least will be motivated and healthy, whereas the too much ends up risking injury you know a lot and that's not to say that less you know you could certainly get injured by doing too little and then doing too much eventually so so it is tricky but if we can agree that there's a range of acceptable and we can agree that uh you know the phrase is always the plan is written in pencil so that may not be clear sometimes i I, you know when i first heard that i remember i didn't really understand what it meant you know probably because i was sticking to plans too but a lot of us think of the plan written in like permanent marker Whereas the plan is very rough, we can, you know, erase it a little bit and move it a bit to the left or move it a bit to the right, depending on the day to day. And if we're assuming that the stock plan we got out of runner's magazine knew what we were doing, you know, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But even if you're thinking that your coach programming whenever they program, so I program on a daily, a weekly and a monthly, you, you would assume that on the monthly level, I couldn't have possibly known that you were going to get sick you know, have to go give blood, have to, you know, you're injured, you have a saddle sore, you know, you didn't sleep last night. There's no way that the plan or the coach could know that. So this is where the athlete at some point on any of those levels, even my daily clients have to make decisions. They're out for a ride. The hills closed. They were going to do four minute hill intervals on the local four minute hill. It's, it's closed. So what they have to make a decision. Do I do this on a, on a flat? Well, that wasn't what the plan said. The plan said, plan said four minute hill. So what are you going to do? So this is decision making. And I think that's really the heart of our discussion today is, is this like making a decision when you have to make a decision about how you'll execute today's workout, giving, given your context. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with that in mind, you've come up with the six S's. Actually, you came up with five S's. Well, I added a six. Yeah. That we keep adding S's and w- w- talking through it today. I wouldn't be surprised if we at- at- end up m- adding more S's, more, more things, you know, options here, or the, the listeners maybe come up with, you know, ones we've forgotten. Uh, but have we, have we narrowed down sort of the thought process here? I think so. So, you know, we're, we're thinking about just basically what are the contexts for changing or skipping a workout entirely well and realizing that it's point a to point b but today doesn't have to be exactly on the line it's in pencil we know that we agreed that with the inverted u that we could go a bit to the a bit lower a bit higher and it's it's the same we can't be that perfect to the line so but we have to agree that we're trying to get to point b which is race day or a certain goal or a certain readiness as best we can so if today is going to throw us way off the line so you go and do a hundred mile race today even though your goal was to do you know a hundred mile or whatever it is 50 miles 
in, in a couple months to be fast for a 50 mile and you just throw in, this is extreme, but something wild, right? I'm trying to think of something wild that we could do, but, or, or you're really, you didn't sleep, you flew across the country and then you went out and tried to do your training, which was a five hour ride because your coach assumed you were going to be at home <laughs> sleeping well. Uh, and then you get super sick and you don't train for a week. Can you see how that like, okay, you stuck to the plan for today, but then that line, because you can't control it now, now you're sick. And so that's a week off. Well, that wasn't in the plan. Mm -hmm. So I think as we go through the six S's, the idea is how can we stay aimed at that rough, on that rough heading, even though we're a little bit to the left or right today? Does that, you're right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Versus, versus, <laughs> but you know, not by choice having to go way off the line. Yeah, yeah. And maybe you don't even go way off the line. Like a few weeks back, I actually had this happen where I something came up on Sunday. So I had to skip my medium long run on Sunday. And Monday is normally my rest day. So I actually swapped the two. So Sunday was off because I was busy for whatever reason. And then Monday I did my long run. The problem is, as, as you say, like time doesn't work like that. So then I had a regular run Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I had uh, like eight days on sure. instead of having my, you know, nice rest day on Monday. Very common. And so the swap. Yeah, the swap. So, so that's S number one. Do you want yeah. to start with that? Well, I was just going to say like to kind of speak to the whole like maybe it's not going to trash your like workouts for a month, but I'd say it took two weeks before I kind of came back to feeling normal again. Like just not not down like five pegs maybe just down half a peg mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. one peg uh, where everything just didn't feel quite as springy and everything just felt like a little tiny bit harder so i think that's and that was from one swap right uh like one not even missed rest day so much as a rest day that was on the wrong day so it like pushed me well a... and we'll see the s's overlap that these options are six of them they overlap so we got into an argument this morning because i told you that you actually shifted and you said no that was a swap and i said well we traveled yesterday well that's for that's for this one though oh, i was oh, talking okay. about a couple weeks okay, ago okay 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 this is why we got into an argument but oh, so, so that was <laughs> a swap so why don't we read out just for the sake of everyone knows where we're going uh and then we'll try and go through so we had swap there's shorten skip shifting substitute and something as in do something so those are our six S's. So we'll try and we, we started with swap. So why don't we start with swap? These aren't in any particular order. We are going to do a post where maybe I order them a little bit, but the order of, you know, how ideal they are probably varies for the person and, you know, where you are, right? You know, someone who's not training very much that do something is very relevant. Uh, whereas someone who's on the other side of that inverted you, who's like really driving hard, it might be a different uh, you know, they might be better doing nothing <laughs> and getting back on it tomorrow. Yeah. So there's, there's so much context to this. We just sort of wanted to provide, here's the options that, that exist. And maybe, you know, maybe you're always a, a skipper or you're always a shifter or always a swapper, like figure out like which one you are. It's sort of like one of those quizzes in Cosmopolitan magazine. <laughs> Uh, which which workout style? Right, are you? yeah, and which one appeals to you the most, right? And and just and I feel sure. like the one that appeals to you the most is probably the one you shouldn't be doing. That's right, right, <laughs> yeah. So swapping, I, I say right here in my notes here that it's it's very much like 
shifting. So you have to be very careful that you're not doing what Molly was saying. I think especially when you're swapping with an off day, that sounds a lot like a shifting to me where you're just sort of moving the workout over and now Monday is on and Tuesday and on. So it's, it's often like, oh, Sunday we had to do something. So I'll train on Monday and then just, I'll just continue with the week. Don't move the week. That's what, that's what often I, I'll get. The, don't change the week. Is this like really urgent? And it's like, well, I mean, Tuesday was supposed to be pretty intense. And like, I was hoping, you know, this would come after a, a easy day, but if you're going to do a six hour ride and then do your intervals, okay. Right. Like that's those, those two key workouts together. We've de-emphasized the importance of the intensity and then, well, what's Wednesday? Wednesday's a long day. And then what's Thursday? Thursday's often like sort of moderate, <laughs> right? And then maybe Friday's a rest day finally, but you've accumulated this this fatigue. So it's, you can get away with it maybe, but we, we just never know, right? It, what was that Tuesday workout? Did it, did it absorb the same way? Was it too much? Was it not as intense as it could have been? We don't know, right? And we don't know what the effects downstream. So so when does swapping work is maybe the, the important thing. The common thing. one I see is Saturday and Sunday. A lot of times I like intense, and this isn't right. This is just how I often do it, which is, you know, very stereotypical, I guess, is, is like Saturday would be threshold intervals or something, two hours. And then Sunday is often the long ride, you know, three to four hours, low intensity. So then folks will say, okay, well, the weather's better on Saturday. So I want to go long on Saturday and then I'll do my intervals on Sunday indoors or something. And so to me, sometimes I'm like, what I'll try and suggest, this is sort of the shorten option where short, it's actually shorten brackets or lengthen. So just, could you just make Saturday longer and do your intervals outside in the environment that you're supposed to be doing the intervals and the intensity? Cause now we've de-emphasized the intensity uh, and I get it. Sometimes you just want to go ride with your friends and ride long when the weather's nice. And then, you know, it's easier to do intervals inside. So sometimes that, that would be a case where someone would swap. Uh, it just really depends on whether you can do it. But I think so, that Saturday, Sunday swap, where then we have Monday off still, at least then we're not running out of time. Sure, sure. And even with that shorten and lengthen thing, you're actually shortening and lengthening because you'd be shortening the, mm -hmm. like, it has Second. to be an S. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's shorten or lengthen. So I think that lengthening, I, I tend to just use the rule that like if you're adding low intensity for most of, again, this is context, time limited people who aren't generally getting enough endurance time. This is also cycling specific. I would say it's a very different situation. Well, my runners, runners, runners uh, again, for a lot of my busy people, we can probably get a lot of benefit from walking. So I usually say you can walk as long as you want. Now I have a few people that we've have to ba roll back the walk as much as you can because it's either nerve wracking for them or uh, they will literally just continue walking <laughs> until that's an issue. But again, low intensity, um, and that's a rule within context that I use. Uh, but yeah, it has to be an S. <laughs> <laughs> so so shorten or lengthen is, is that 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 that's own option. So we're talking about swap Saturday Sunday swap is fairly common as long as you can sort of get away from it. But I always sort of like, could you just do Saturday really well and add a bit of time? And maybe Sunday you actually shorten, imagine, and, and just do 90 minutes. We call it 90 minutes zone two indoors, which actually is a pretty quality session. A lot of people, mountain bikers, I have a lot of off-road folks, don't get that steady zone two type effort. And we know, you know, it's just so good. Again, this is that inverted you. I love 90 minutes, especially 90 minutes of zone two for a lot of, like for me, that's a challenging workout on an indoor trainer. It's also boring. 
but that's that's a, for a lot of people that's a workout they actually can't do great outside whereas the intensity they could do outside so i think when swapping works it seems like the formula for that is if you're swapping like things and not like where it's like two long rides but it's like where it's a long easier ride with a short harder effort mm-hmm. like those two can swap but swapping an easy day and a hard day tends to kind of mess up the flow of the week yeah and different coaches will have different opinions and again this is the context like some people if you're doing unbound like a 200 mile race it's probably not the worst experience for you to be a little tired for your intervals and a lot times the intervals we're doing are moderate anyhow so your sweet spot tempo threshold uh so i mean doing a long ride saturday and then that on sunday probably isn't the worst thing as a one-off i i personally wouldn't do a ton of that but it, it you could probably make lots of coaches would make an argument for that and there's probably lots of athletes that do that so i don't mind that one because we're not ignoring the fact that the race day isn't moving and we just keep shifting life forward and then eventually like we're cramming and what we're trying to avoid is cramming with a lot of this is we're just there's only so many hours in the day you can't do all the work you know you like this idea but doing all the workouts for the week on friday and saturday telling you just one 12 hour run a week and then you're done it's not really how the bot again inverted you the body can only absorb so much at some point more is not better right so a 12 hour day is not better than a 10 hour day maybe right yeah yeah <laughs> okay so we talked swap did we have any other notes on swapping i think that's that's Thank good you. you just ended it very neatly in here where you say swap with caution right uh and, and again a lot of this we probably won't end up going through all of them cleanly but uh shift they all kind of bl- they do well, we end up talking about the other ones right so let's do another scenario so shifting so uh, shifting is probably the one i like the least to be honest like I, i'm very i like skipping i like you didn't do it today take your off day tomorrow be ready for tuesday so shifting is basically cramming it, potentially there's there's would be a situation i'm sure where we could think up where you'd maybe shift the week uh, but so, hang on let me just, yeah, let me just yeah. clarify here Skip, uh, shifting is when you've skipped the workout but you've just pushed it to the next day or the day like you're, you're just pushing it, it out. It could be, but you people will create many different <laughs> fun ways. So there could also be, do we have something where we're adding? We don't really have an adding one, do we? Uh, we lengthening. We, I guess. So what I'm thinking is we had an off day today, but I added a workout. How would we do this? So it'd be like Tuesday. So this is almost like a substitute. So substitutes are other S. So I have Tuesday group ride world championships of the world Tuesday masters ride. So I did have intervals, but I'm going to shift the rest of the week. So I'm going to shift. I had workouts on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was off. So I'm going to do my masters world championships of the world on Tuesday. And then I'm going to do my intervals on Wednesday, my long ride on Thursday. And then I've shifted that Thursday moderate ride to Friday. And then I'll do the the Saturday, probably moderate interval workout on saturday and then my long ride on sunday so i just added <laughs> and shifted i see yeah yeah, yeah see I, in my head it was it was always like oh i can't i'm traveling today or whatever i can't do my thing so i'll just shift my whole schedule forward mm-hmm. or shift sorry one workout forward and like add it to a day so either you're doing a double day or you skip your rest day right or something. yeah yeah shifting often is is risky i think you're often better to and i, I don't think it has to be you you talked about today so this would be a good example you you missed your sunday and for you often the key workout is a longer run saturday just a normal run sunday 
uh, and then Monday off. So you were saying today you might actually add, and we don't have a good add option, but I guess this is like a do something. So or substitute. Yeah, I guess. So today, but you're not going to go wild today. No, I'm not going to do yesterday's workout today. Right. I'm you, just going to... A little bit of something. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So this is a do something. And, and I like that because you don't necessarily want to take two days off. That that would be... Most plants would not have you take... You know, unless it's a massive race, a massive workout. Yeah, and I do feel like for me, especially after a travel day, I kind of do need a bit of a shakeout. Shakeout. We'll yeah, maybe shake there's out. an S. There's your S. <laughs> Oh, that actually could be our seventh S shakeout. I yeah. mean, it's the same thing. Or a spin, maybe spin or something. Yeah, well, well maybe there'll be a seventh S. Yeah. We'll tease that. So I, I think that's okay, right? That's a, a recovery spin to make sure your gear, we just traveled. So, you know, make sure the bike's working, the power meters are all working. You know, you remembered both shoes. I couldn't find my heart rate strap. So there's like this shakeout spin. That's not, because that's not going to affect the week, right? You could probably, you, that's, lots of people would do that on an off day anyhow, is just a recovery spin. You just have to be careful, especially for the runners, your point earlier, running, depending on your level, isn't, isn't recovery ever. Yeah. Probably yeah. our, our off-road riders, off-road is not recovery ever because yeah, of vibration, exactly. vibration. And just most people, you know, if you ride uphill off-road, it's, threshold uh for a lot of folks this is where i like my errand runs so i'll throw i have a couple things to mail today and i have to go to the bank so i'll throw that stuff in my pack and right I'll, so it's I'll almost like a run walk mm -hmm. uh it's intermittent well because my goal is always to show up to the places without being sweaty or out of breath out or of anything breath. so it sort of puts you in this yeah i, I remember what, uh, more in the summer doing an errand run and, and you're like dripping sweat oh it's this so sounds bad. horrible i guess but yeah and you're trying to mail something <laughs> yeah apologies to our wonderful post postal workers here right right okay so substitute maybe why don't we go so i, I like that we have do something slash spin we'll call that we're not going to add another s that's the six s so i think that's that's probably okay in most situations so it's you, you've you've skipped sunday the sunday right your run is gone you decided to drive home on a sunday you, you had to i like that underlined the run is gone it's done. It is. And I mean, race day is coming. So there, there's situations where we can shift the week. And I guess that's, you know, with the idea of shifting, we, you could also have, say yesterday wasn't a full day of travel. It was just, you know, whatever. You ended up having to do some calls and it was, it was also Easter. So we had Easter Sunday. It wasn't a big deal. You ate well. Covered Perry-Roubaix. Didn't drink a lot. Like it just wasn't that stressful. You just couldn't get running. Whatever. This happens even with weather. You know, sometimes we've been in California and it's like a week you can't even go outside because it's mudslides and, you know, natural disaster, whatever. So you're not really that stressed about it and you're doing the best you can with doing something. You've done some core, you snuck out for a quick walk run or whatever, but you, you haven't been training. So we could certainly shift the week forward. And, and I almost that's, I guess, a positive way of looking at shifting is if yesterday had just been a two hour drive, relaxing family, you didn't eat poorly you slept fine you didn't drink you could actually shift your week ahead and be ahead a day and so go monday tuesday wednesday if those were your normal and then you usually take friday light so then thursday would be light and then you just have to figure that out and it would be you know it's always a bit of a sexy dance i was gonna say to me that just gets so kerfuffling especially if you're someone who actually has a very specific normal nine to five schedule kind of right. thing which which most people do I <laughs> and mean, so my pushback oh i'm sorry my phone started navigating somewhere oh dear uh, yeah, i heard you say driving but that's home. that's i guess my pushback is that most of us it's not just the race days coming it's that 
the work week's coming, you know, you you can't really go out and do the six hour, you know, you can't like even you, your schedule is pretty flexible, but you can't go out and roll a, you know, a big 20 mile run on a Monday, most Mondays, right? No, it would definitely involve some some shifting around and then the rest of the week is even more stressful, like work-wise. But I do like that when there is some flexibility. Some people do have this flexibility and, and so we can go even Monday, Tuesday on. So again, this is avoiding that off two off days in a row. It's avoiding getting stale. You're using maybe a bit of freshness if indeed the day you miss the workout, you skip the workout for a non-stressful reason. Then we could shift Tuesday, Wednesday to Monday, Tuesday, take Wednesday maybe lighter off. And then go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then maybe Sunday off. And, and so you'd have to figure out your rhythm. This dance is getting way too sexy for most and, of us, and I so think. It is. I mean, that's how I often treat mine, but I often do stick to my like three-day cycle of high-low off. But I also don't usually ride a lot over 90 minutes, so it's it's okay. But it depends. It, it really depends on the flexibility, right? And, and that's so that's my pushback, I guess, is if we can't do what I just suggested with the shift, how do we do it? This is the inverted U all over again. I'm suggesting moving a bit to the left, moving Tuesday, Wednesday to Monday, Tuesday, and you're saying no, but so- somehow Sunday can move to Monday, right? So it's this odd, are you sure that that's, you know, or, or, or is it just that you like that you're, you're fitting it all in or, or cramming it together? So we have to be careful with that. How do we can't have it both ways? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we actually haven't just mentioned the the skip s. Okay. Can we just we just set on that? I think that might actually be for most people who've been consistent with their training plans. Like this is again, this is the like which one sounds the most like you, and whichever sounds the most like you, it's probably not the one you should be doing. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone who never skips a workout, then maybe the skip one is, is yep. a thing you should be thinking about. Yeah, for sure. And, and I find that super hard, but you're right. And, and I, I wouldn't have thought that I put this, but I did write it in the article that some people don't use it enough and others use it far too often. Uh, and, and for the ones that use it too often, that's where we jump to our something. This is, you know, one minute in the bathroom, do squats to the toilet. It sounds comical, and I'm sorry, or, or you're welcome, but, you know, can you do squats for a minute? No, I mean, I've literally done that at trade shows where can, it's just been super busy and there's right. just no way I can get out for the thing. I'm actually working on an article for bicycling right now talking about the morning core, and I know everyone who listens to this podcast knows I talk about that all the time, but man, that 10 minutes of morning core every day for the last six years has made a huge difference. Right. And it's hard to see it on the day, right? You're like, oh, one minute of squats to the toilet in the, the washroom. That's nothing. You're right. It, it probably is. I don't know that you'd ever measure that or, you know, maybe your glucose tolerance is a little better or something, you know, just a smidge. But what we're calling that is is momentum. Okay. I did a minute of squats yesterday. Today I have a bit more time. Maybe I will do that 10 minutes or I'll do my full strength routine or, you know, maybe I don't feel as tight. You know, when I stand up in that that squat, maybe, you know, those glutes get activated. We're stretching some hamstrings. Maybe when I'm out on my run, I feel a little better tomorrow and not like I, you know, I've been off for a day or two. So I think that's something. I think for our cyclists, 10 minutes, right? A lot of times we're in that when we're in this frequency limited sort of status where we're not riding, you know, the five, six times a week, can we just get on it and say that, okay, well, I rode for 10 minutes on Tuesday. So that's a ride that counts. It does turn your thing yellow. So Right. Those familiar with training peaks, there's always this, oh, but I wanted it to turn green. And I try and show my calendar when I can where it's 
there's a lot of yellows and oranges. And so for those who aren't familiar with it, basically, if you do nothing, it's red. The The day stays red. It was not completed, uh, which is maybe mean. I was going to say, I feel like Training Peaks should really change it. People to a criticize color. them, but... Or you should have the option of like changing it. I think you, you know you're the no, kind of you can person. actually turn it off. They did make a turn it off option. Uh, but I believe that if you put one minute in or or whatever, I, uh, you walked a hundred meters out of your run if it's a, a distance based thing, or if there's one TSS point, uh, if you're doing it by TSS, then it turns, I believe, yellow. Probably orange first. Okay, yeah. Right? Don't quote me on this. It turns a color that's not red. One of those two. And then it, once you get closer to the prescribed duration or distance, then it'll turn to the other color, which is, or, we'll say yellow. We're going to say yellow. I think so. I think okay. so. If we're like going with our primary colors. Uh, we're going way too specific on this. And sorry. then if you're within, I think it's 25%, then it turns green. And that's on either side. So it could be a little shorter or a little longer. Then it turns green. And I think striving to be pretty much on, you know, I come in the door at, if it's a three hour and 30 minute workout, I try and come in the door pretty much right on that. And I'm, I'm usually pretty close. Why is it never when we're out on a run or a ride <laughs> that you're on the nose? Yeah, well, I mean, plus or minus 25%, right? So I think that's the idea is we're trying to not be red. That's the something. Now, as you said, there's probably people who could, handle a couple of red workouts in their life uh and, and that happens i think if it makes you feel twitchy hearing the phrase leave it red right uh, it's probably time to leave a workout red right so that's so we have that did we talk about substitute i think we're missing substitute uh, i think you touched on it a little bit well i think maybe not as much as i would have liked because you know saturday the con- I, I mentioned this you know the, the tuesday we put in the masters world champions of the world uh but I didn't say, you know, that should probably have substituted for my Tuesday. And indeed, a lot of clients who are into the Masters World Championship of the World, it'll say four by 10 sweet spot or group ride. Often it says, actually, I think the opposite. So group ride, group or four by 10 or whatever is appropriate, like what I would give you. And that way folks can see that it's a trade-off, but that doesn't mean it's a bad trade-off. You know, we know that doing the sport, the specific thing with the people, you know, this is important to our training. That's an element that's often missing. I know in my training, it's often missing is the the fact that we often race other people. So if you're not used to following wheels or reacting to sprints or the fact that people don't always ride perfect, you know, zone, whatever you think you should be riding in, this is group riding, let, let alone the enjoyment and the intensity and everything else. So it's a trade-off, but I don't think it's a bad trade-off. So we sometimes put that in to have a flexible plan. But if you're thinking about, oh, you know, you said your friend's in from, and she always, you know, goes long, then what can we do to accommodate that substitution? Mm-hmm. So for you, I might've said, okay, well, you're, you know, you're doing like a, a shorten and or lengthen on, on Saturday. You lengthened maybe your Saturday run. Maybe you still got in, you know, often again, yours are just long runs on Saturday. Yeah. So you might actually then choose to shorten Sunday a bit, even though it's usually a shorter workout for you. Well, at the very least, it would be like staying on the short side of it because I always have a range on Sunday. Right. So six to eight. And so that would be a good day to say, well, I was two miles over yesterday. I'll, I'll pay this one back. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if that math always makes, you know, I don't think it has to be perfect. But I do think that that's a way to stay a little bit more, especially for runners, that weekly mileage, right? Because we're thinking about how many times have you jumped up in the air and smashed your legs into the ground? And, and there's usually some sort of method to the madness of gradually progressing the mileage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we went through. Do we want to run just to summarize those? So we have shorten or lengthen, skip 
which is the one I like. Uh, we have swap. We have shifting the workout, which we're always careful with shifting because time doesn't work that way. I was going to say Peter's least favorite. Then we have substitute. So that's the group ride for this. That's, uh, you know, just a hard ride. You know, maybe it's just, I just went out and rode really hard instead of doing intervals. We get that a lot, but that doesn't mean you, you make up the intervals the next day. That means you substituted, which is probably a healthy option because we're not shifting, right? You have to be careful that we're not shifting or swapping if you're substituting and then something the do something. And I think that do something is, is a good one for a lot of us to remember uh, that everything sort of counts and, and, you know, taking, skipping today, but doing something is a good idea, right? We, we came home yesterday and we actually wouldn't usually do it. You would maybe, you know, think that we would, but long drive, we had to stop. We did the Easter thing and we hadn't really gotten much activity. And so we actually just got out of the car. We didn't even come into the house and we went for just a walk around the local, you know, we have a little local path. And just stretch out a little bit, right? And, and if you needed to log that on your watch, you could. You know, one minute of walking, whatever it was. Yep. And of course, I mean, again, for both of us, we have our morning routine that we do even on travel days. So that way we sort of always tick that something box almost without even thinking about it. Well, and that's the momentum is that now we both sort of roll out of bed and it's, you know, you're doing some sort of core stretching or, or whatever, right? And, and I think that's the idea is it, it doesn't happen automatically easily but i think once you've sort of pushed yourself that way it's almost the, the, the cliche is that it becomes more painful not to do it than to do it it's true yeah so i guess that's the idea i don't know push-ups are always painful <laughs> like i think about that literally every morning when i'm doing them i'm just like when is this going to get easier yeah i don't know they don't still uh, yeah it was like 12 today you got this and yeah 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 <laughs> Anyway, uh, we hope that was helpful. Gave you maybe some food for thought. Like I said, treat this like a Cosmo quiz. Think about which one is more the thing that you do and then pick the opposite of it for the thing that you probably should do more often. That's right. And I think just thinking about your plan in terms of the longer term, the two weeks, the two months, the, you know, whatever the time span you're looking at that your big seasonal goal, you know, what is the best heading for today, given where I am to get me there versus thinking only focused on today. Mm -hmm. All right. You've got this. And of course, if you have any other questions, hit us up over at consummateathlete.com or at consummateathlete on Instagram. And if you like this episode, do us a favor and rate and review. We deeply, deeply appreciate it. It might get me a second dachshund one of these days. Uh, so please do it. All right. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for tuning into the Consummate Athlete Podcast. If you enjoyed this or any of our past episodes, do us a solid and leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts and check out our book, Becoming a Consummate Athlete, over at consummateathlete.com. Questions or comments? Find us over on Instagram at consummateathlete and we will see you next week.